Do you want to go down to a 40-hour week without losing revenue? If you're ready to let go of all the extra hours, the stress, the overwhelm, and the clients who hijack your time, consider my signature program, Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind. In it, we'll get your accounting practice under control. We'll fix your pricing problems. I'll show you ways to price so you stop giving away the farm so you bring in more revenue for the work you're already doing. I'll help you disengage the clients who are good people but are holding your business back and slowing you down. I'll help you package up your services and design them so they're easy for your clients to understand and choose from while helping you simplify and standardize what you sell. And we'll focus on making your messaging more interesting and compelling so you attract more of the kinds of clients you want to work with and break out of the hodgepodge of referrals trap. We get your prices up, we get your workload down. We standardize, we simplify, we streamline. And we do this at a pace that feels doable, where you feel confident in every choice you make. Prices up, workload down. Registration is open now. We start Tuesday, May 7th. Come with us. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to find out more. Welcome to the Business Strategy for CPAs podcast, where I help overworked CPAs go down to 40 hours without giving up revenue. My name is Geraldine Carter. Today, we are talking about difficult clients. Difficult, pain in the butt, frustrating, distracted, disorganized, unresponsive, messy, chaotic, problematic, late to get you their documents, clients. You know the kind. The kind you send 14 emails to get you a missing brokerage statement. The kind who have 16 credit cards, 14 bank accounts, three PayPal accounts, two Stripe accounts, a Square account, random stuff from Venmo, and a burlap sack of loose change. The kind who do their own QuickBooks and have a PL that's five miles long because they made an account for greens, one for lettuce, one for spinach, and one for arugula. The kind who drop their stuff today and want it done tomorrow. The kind who ask if their Kate Spade handbag can be considered a business expense because, after all, they only use it for work. And the kind whose return you hustle to finish only to watch them slow walk paying the IRS and you. You know the kind, and I know the kind. And the only reason I know the kind is because you have told me the kind. The kind of difficult clients. The difficult clients who do things And your thought is, so difficult. What a pain. Now, I get it. People are people and people can do things that you find difficult. But consider this. Consider that there is no such thing as a difficult client. There are only people who are your clients. But the more you believe and think the thought that clients are such a pain and I have a few difficult clients and goodness, this guy is such a mess. Why can't clients get organized? Don't they realize it's busy time? Don't they realize they are not my only client? My business would be so great if it weren't for my difficult clients. The more you believe, allow and indulge these thoughts, the more it's costing you money and time in your practice. Here is why. When you're believing difficult client thoughts and you feel annoyed or irritated, frustrated, or at your wit's end, what you tend to do is make the problem, the symptom, all about them. Make it their fault and then give your power away and fixate on how wrong they are 
and train your attention on how frustrating it is to have this stupid client who you've emailed 14 times. And when your attention is trained on your client and how they're such a pain in the rear and it's just a simple thing, can't they just get back to you? What you don't do when locked into the space of negative thinking is look for why this might be happening in the first place or seek to understand how this came to be or look to understand their perspective or what they might be thinking or what their worldview is or look for ways that you might have been less than clear in your communication of expectations. When you're locked in negative thinking about your client, you don't look for ways to make the experience better for your client and for you. And you don't set boundaries and you don't offer rush fees. When you don't look for ways to make the experience better for your client and for you, you miss out on creating value for your clients. You don't look for ways to make it easier for your clients to reduce friction for them and for you. And you don't find the ways to improve your accounting practice. And when you inadvertently get locked into negative thinking about your clients, you don't see the ways to improve your accounting practice. And when you don't make improvements to your accounting practice, you recreate the exact same situation. You create and gather more of the exact same evidence to further cement your belief that certain clients are difficult. And you end up perpetuating the very reality of having difficult clients. And what doesn't happen is progress on the journey of business mastery. So how do you get out of this? What can you do instead? Where can you look? I invite you to check out all the places in your accounting practice where you feel like you have difficult clients, where you have expectations that are not being met time after time. Expectations that your clients be organized, that they only have two credit cards and one business bank account, that they never mix personal and business expenses, that they respond promptly to your emails, that they get you their documents in plenty of time, and they treat you and your staff with respect. If you have any of these expectations and you find that sometimes they are not met, consider these questions. What does it mean for clients to be organized? What would organized look like? How would you know it if you saw it? How would your clients do that? And do your clients know what it means to you for them to be organized? And do they know how to do it? Might it be possible what is within your lane to teach them how to be organized with their business money and their business money processes so that it's better for them and better for you? Or in the case of 16 credit cards, do they know how to simplify and streamline their money in a way that makes more sense for them? Do they want even to go from 16 credit cards down to three? Or are you going to be fighting them because one credit card gets miles and another one's great for dining and this other one has super low interest rates? Or if you're not getting paid when you want, can you shift to get your clients on auto pay or paid up front so that you never start work without getting paid? Your difficult clients are highlighting opportunities to help you start choosing which of your processes you want to make better. Your difficult clients are highlighting opportunities, areas where you can communicate more clearly. Your difficult clients are simply highlighting opportunities for you. I'm going to offer you an alternative line of thinking, an entirely different subset of thoughts that you can pick from as you see useful. Stay with me. Difficult clients 
are my salvation. But if you can't get there when you're super frustrated, then start with the first most believable thought. Difficult clients have heartbeats. And then progress from there. Difficult clients are humans. Difficult clients are people too. Difficult clients also face challenges. Difficult clients are also living lives alongside their business and getting their taxes done. Difficult clients might be showing me a crack or a gap or a weakness in my business. Difficult clients might have something to teach me. Difficult clients might have something valuable to show me. Difficult clients help me make my business better. Difficult clients are a gift. Difficult clients are my ticket to freedom. Difficult clients are my salvation. Now, I'm not suggesting you have to get to difficult clients or my salvation. Rather, I wanted to give you 12 other thought options to think when you find yourself locked in on the belief that a certain client is difficult. Start with the most believable one. Difficult clients have heartbeats and go from there. When you stop making it the client's fault that they're difficult and you look for the places you do have influence, control, or power, and you look for the lesson, when you look for the lesson, you start changing the way that you run your business. When you start changing the way you run your business, your clients show up differently and better and the way that you want them to in a way that works for you. When your clients show up the way you want them to, your business gets so much easier to run. When your business gets easier to run, you get more of your time back and the work you do, you do with more ease. And when your work gets easier, you do the same amount in less time for the very same revenue. When you stop believing the thought that you have difficult clients, work gets easier, you get the same amount done in less time with more ease for the same revenue. Now, a distinction, because you might be wondering, Should I keep a difficult client just so I can learn and grow? After all, if difficult clients are gifts, don't I want to keep them around just to challenge myself to grow more? And I would offer this. You don't have to keep difficult clients around just for the growth. Rather, consider it this way. Solve the problem that was contributing to the difficult client symptom. Once you address the expectation gap or solve the workflow issue, see if the client stops being difficult. And if they do, now you have a good client. But if your client is still a pain after you've addressed the underlying issues, then that client simply might not be a good fit for your accounting practice. You do not need to prostrate yourself and submit to get the lesson. This is not penance. You have plenty of other challenges in your business to work on. You don't need to intentionally subject yourself to clients who are extra difficult for whatever reason. So prioritize the challenges that you are willing to take on. When you are in a space of complaining about or blaming your difficult clients, you will have limited thinking. Your thinking will be limited and you will carry on having difficult clients. When you think of your difficult clients as a gift and yourself as someone who can solve any problem, your clients have a better experience working with you. You have a better experience working with your clients. You get more done in less time with more ease for the same revenue. Your accounting practice gets better, you like your accounting practice more, and you have a much better time on your one trip through space. Have an amazing day. I'll see you next week. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. 
Registration is open now, but it won't be for long. Go to GeraldineCarter.com now to enroll today.